0: Hello, good morning, this is Rick Pina and I'm bringing you today's word for August 30th 2022. If you're new here, then you don't know how this works. What I do on a daily basis is I get into the word. I provide you some scripture and then I break it down. I give you practical application. It's today's word. Tomorrow I'll have another one, right? And so every day it's fresh manna from heaven. Man shall not live by bread only, but by every word that proceeds from out of the mouth of God, by the steady stream of God's words that we get from the Holy Spirit and through the written word of God. So we're living our lives based on what God reveals to us. What God has already said and his word in the 66 books of the Bible, and then what God is saying to us through the Holy Spirit. So while you're watching, while I'm preaching the logos, what God already said, at the same time, the Holy Spirit is going to re- reveal Rama to you, like living words, spoken words, tailor-made words for you. So there is a voice behind my voice. There is a word behind my words, and I pray that you hear that voice, that you hear those words, that you hear what the Holy Spirit needs you to hear. And as you do, as you get revealed knowledge, I'm telling you that grace and peace will be multiplied unto you. So what I want you to do now is to get ready for the word. This is grace, God's grace in our faith, part 73. It's already done, part 11. Today, I'm going to talk about revealed knowledge. <music> All right, so someone put in the chat a minute ago, thank you for allowing or helping us to understand how to live the grace life. And so my mantra is the grace life. And my job is really my assignment, my anointing, my my calling is to help people really understand how to live this thing. Not not I'm not here to get you emotional. I'm not here to just get you stirred up. I'm here to teach you. How to walk it out, like how to embrace the grace of God to be the man or the woman that God has called you to be for such a time as this so that you can leave a legacy of righteousness, a legacy that will outlive you. I'm talking about divine impact that will have an impact on you, your children and your children's children. The blessing will pass to the second and the third generation. Say amen to that. All right. So uh we've been looking at John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17. We've also been looking at for the last few days, something in Second Peter. We're going to look at all of that today. And I'm going to talk about grace and peace. I'm going to talk about revealed knowledge. And I, I'm telling you right now in advance, it's going to be a blessing to you. You got it? All right. So this is what the Bible says. In John 1 and 14, the word Jesus became flesh and he dwelt among us and we were able to behold his glory. It is the glory of the only begotten of the father who came from the father. How did Jesus come? He came full of grace and truth. He came full of grace, which is the truth. In John 1 and 17, the Bible says the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came through the Lord Jesus Christ. So we're no longer focused on the law the that was written on tablets of stone given by Moses under this new dispensation, this time period that we are under. We are walking in the grace and the truth and grace is the truth that was provided through our Lord. Jesus Christ. In 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 1 through 4, the Bible says, hey, this is Peter writing. He says, I'm Simon Peter. That's my name. I'm a servant, first of all, and I'm called to be an apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ. So, so my title is not my name. My name is Peter. I'm good with that, right? And so I don't get caught up in titles. So he says, I'm Simon Peter. I'm a servant, first and foremost, and I'm called to be an apostle. Now, I'm writing to them that have obtained like precious faith say this, say, I have like precious faith. So I have the faith, the same faith that Jesus had. I have it, the same faith that Paul had. I have it, the same faith that Peter had. I have it. Peter saying, I'm writing to people that have the same faith, like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. He says this, grace and peace be multiplied unto you. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you. How, Peter? Through the knowledge of Him, grace and peace are going to be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, according as His divine power has already given us. It's already done. Say it's already done. It's already done. God has already given us all things that pertain unto life, all things that pertain unto godliness, and it's coming. We get an understanding of those things that He already gave us. How through the knowledge of Him that calls us to glory and virtue, whereby have been given unto us great, exceeding great and precious promises, that by these promises, by the promises of God, watch this, we might be partakers of God's divine nature. As I'm believing God, as I, as I get a revelation of every promise that he's given me, as I stand on those promises, as I release my faith, I believe and receive that is already done, and I walk it out and the promise is manifested, I become a partaker of God's divine nature. I've become, become a partaker. I get to walk over to the mirror and say, as Jesus is, so am I in this world. And so now I am a partaker of God's divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in this world through lust. Oh man, there's a lot in there. So I'm going to focus in and, and I have to break it down line by line. So yesterday I dealt with the line. Today I'm going to deal with the line. Here's the line I'm going to deal with today. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you Through the knowledge of God. I'm talking about revealed knowledge. So, what does this mean for you today? I have three things to share with you in this morning. This is where I need you to lock in, rid your heart and mind of all distractions. Three things. Number one, here we go. You ready? All right, number one. Your life is supposed to change. Matter of fact, say that. Say that. My life, my life does change. Your life is supposed to change as you receive revelation concerning the plans that God made for you before the world began. So, so as you're walking with God and God gives you revealed knowledge and God begins to reveal to you, watch this, he's revealing to you what he prepared for you, but was concealed from you. (laughs) And so as God reveals to you what he already prepared for you, but was concealed from you, your life is supposed to change. Why? Because now you're supposed to align yourself with what God is revealing. It is revealed knowledge. You got it? All right. So when you open up your heart, uh, and you open up your mind to the revelation of what God has given you concerning the plans that he already made for you from the foundations of the world, it's supposed to change the way you do life. Meaning that once you know what God is revealing, and once you're at peace with the fact that God already made plans for you, listen, say, I'm not a mistake. Once you're at peace with the fact that you're not a mistake, that God already made plans for you from the foundations of the world, that God already mapped out your life, that God already planned for your existence, existence and he stored up everything that you would ever need to be successful, then at that point, your life is supposed to be less about you and less about you striving. Like, you know, oh, I got to pull myself up by my own bootstraps. I got to work hard, earn earn everything by the sweat of my brow. No, it's supposed to be less about you and more about making an earthly uh, alignment with your divine assignment. So it should be less about your striving and more about your receiving. So when God gives you revealed knowledge concerning the plans that he already made for you from the foundations of the world, it would be foolish for you to keep living the way that you were living before. I can't tell you how many people say, oh God, can you please, God, I need to know your will for this. Oh God, I need to know your will for that. And then God reveals it to them. And then they go, oh, no, nah, I don't want to do that. And they wouldn't it be foolish for God to reveal, to you ask God to show you, and he shows you, and God gives you revealed knowledge concerning the things that he already stored up for you, would it be foolish for you to receive that and then to go on and keep going down the path that you were going down to keep living your life the same way you were living before you discover God's plans? Said another way, if God's revelation concerning you does not lead to change in your conduct and in your character, then it's clear that you have hardened your heart towards God and you are living in disobedience. That's it. So please don't let this be you. There are people you listen, you could be born again filled with the Holy Spirit and be disobedient. You could be born again filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is speaking to you and you refuse to do it. And so so as a believer, our goal is to be supple towards God, to be yielded towards God, to our heart. To be leaning towards God to where every time God shows us something where we're off course, we make a course correction. And, and we and although we said, no, I'm not doing this anymore. If God says no, I need you to go do it, then we swallow our pride, we yield to God, and we go do whatever God tells us to do in the church. Said amen. Say amen to that. All right, number two. So it's not about you, it's all about him, right? And so number two, the div- divine revelation leads to a greater level of grace and peace divine revelation should lead to a greater level of grace and peace. Let's talk about this for a minute. Peter tells us that grace and peace can literally be multiplied unto us. And this this multiplication does not come, come on religious people, let me help you out. This multiplication does not come as a result of your performance. This multiplication does not come as a result of you having a perfect Sunday school attendance record. This multiplication does not come as a result of of how much you give or or like you know what you, all the works that you do or oh I went and I fed the homeless this Saturday, you know, I preached in jail this Thursday. That's cool and everything. If God called you to do it, then you shouldn't boast in yourself, you boast in God, right? But it's not coming as a result of your performance. The text says that grace and peace are multiplied unto us as a result of revealed knowledge. Let me take my time on this one. So it's not coming as a result of your works. It's not coming as a result of your religious performance. It's coming as a result of revealed knowledge. So before I was born again, let's just talk about me for a minute. I'm a Dominican kid from Brooklyn. I I lived my life. I I gave my life to Jesus at 23. Before I was 23, I lived my life based on what I thought was right. I thought I was a good person. If you ask me, I thought I was going to heaven. I was like, well, I think my good outweighs my bad. (laughs) You know what I mean? But obviously I didn't know anything about grace and what Jesus had already done. And and my heart had been conditioned already by the credible authority figures in my life. Like, so the people that I allowed to speak into my life, my mother shaped me, obviously. Other credible authority figures shaped my life. Uh, I was also shaped by my education and experience. And I basically charted my life's journey on my internal compass. And that's what people do without the Holy Spirit. They, they're like, okay, I think I'm a good person. And they try to just make good decisions. And they, they're living their life. They, they've been shaped and formed by their environment, their experience, their education, credible authority figures. And they have an internal compass. And they're trying to just make the best out of their lives. I I went from E1 to E6 in less than five years. I was a staff sergeant at 22 years old. Uh, I, I got to Kuwait. I was a young staff sergeant. I just turned 23. You couldn't tell me I wasn't the man. You know, I'm straight out of Brooklyn. I cursed like every third word. I wanted to fight everybody. I was full of myself. I was full of pride. I was arrogant, but I thought I had it going on. And so at that point, what do you do? You just live your life based on your own internal compass, your product of your environment, all of that stuff. But then you get born again. And when you get born again and God's Holy Spirit comes inside of you, it's supposed to be different. Once you get born again, now the Holy Spirit begins to give you revealed knowledge, and when God, through the Holy Spirit, gives you revealed knowledge of what He planned to do in your life from the foundations of the world, you are then posed with a, a question, a challenge. Like, am I going to believe what God believes about me? And, I, and what matter of fact, put that in the chat. Say, I, I believe what God believes about me. So, am I going to believe? What God believes about me now, I, God is showing me things about myself that I've never seen before. You know, like I came to God, I was like I was real rough around the edges, and God starts showing me things, and, and I can't see myself really doing that because I've never done that before, and I never even saw that, I never even imagined that. But God starts to reveal it to me, and so now, do am I going to believe what God believes about me? Am, am I going to allow the revealed knowledge to shape my character and conduct? And I, am I going to allow the if I start to believe what God believes about me, the text says grace. And And peace will be multiplied unto me. Grace and peace. Now, ooh, it's the grace of God. Ooh, it's the peace of God. In Matthew four and four, the Bible says, uh, in the traditional King James version, Jesus said, "Man shall not live by bread only, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God." That same verse, Matthew four and four from the Message Bible, says it takes more than bread to stay alive. It takes a steady stream of God's words from God's mouth. Come on now. I'm living my life based on a steady stream of words that are coming from God's mouth, and God is speaking to me, and God is revealing to me what he already planned. And this revealed knowledge puts me in a position for grace and peace to be multiplied unto me. This revealed knowledge, and now I'm starting to believe what God believes about me. I'm starting to see what God sees about me. I'm starting to walk over to the mirror and say, you know what? As Jesus is, so am I in this world. Oh, glory to God. So now I'm seeing myself on another level. I'm seeing myself in grace and peace are being multiplied unto me. I'm growing in grace because I'm growing in the knowledge of him. I'm growing in peace because I'm growing in the knowledge of him. So I'm growing in grace. That This means that I am receiving the grace of God for me to operate on another level. I'm receiving, i feel first got saved and I used to curse like every third word and and then and, and for like the first few days I didn't curse well and I was like man I woo! look at that I didn't curse now after about day three or something a curse word came out, and I was like, "Oh, my bad." But, but, but even that, like, I'm embracing the grace to not do that anymore. I don't want to do that because God is showing me that I don't have to live that way. God is showing me a different way. God is showing me a be- God is showing me the plans that He made for me from the foundations of the world. He's giving me a steady stream of His words through the Holy Spirit, and I'm believing it. And as I'm getting revealed knowledge, the text says grace and peace are being multiplied unto me. So this series is about. You learning what is already done. Remember, I'm, te- I'm teaching you. God is not going to do it. It's already done. And what God is doing is he's revealing to you what is already done. He's revealing to you what he already provided. He's revealing to you what he already prepared for you from the foundations of the world. And so when you get a revealed knowledge concerning those plans, what happens? You have access to grace and peace. You have access to the grace to do it, for, for you to operate on a level that you've never seen yourself operating on before. You walk into rooms that would have terrified you before, and you walk into that room, and you're like, I still don't know what I'm doing in here, but but I know you're going to have to give me the grace to walk in it. Come on now. And then you have a peace that is not shaken, that is not stirred. You have a peace on the inside, and, and you know what? You wake up every morning, and you're like, man, You're facing a huge challenge and you still have peace. And you're like, years ago, I I would have been pulling my hair out, but now I'm not pulling my hair out no more. You know why? Because I trust God. I have a peace that passes all understanding. And all of this is coming to you, the Bible says, through revealed knowledge. As the Father is revealing to you what he's already done, what he's already provided, the the plans that he already made for your life. Now, grace and peace are multiplied unto you and it's coming to you through the knowledge of God say amen to that. Oh, glory to God. Listen, this is a message you might need to listen to again. I'm going to take my time, but this is good stuff. Say grace and peace. You got it? All right, number three. I told you I just had three things for you this morning. So number three, um, the Holy Spirit gives you a revelation of what, for God, is already done. So when the, the Holy Spirit gives you a revelation concerning something, what he's revealing to you is what, for God, Is already done. Now for us, it's only a matter of time, right? And so let's talk about that. So we're not waiting on God to do something. When God reveals to you the plans that he made for you from the foundations of the world, at that point, you're not waiting on God to do. God already just revealed to you what is already done. God is waiting on you to receive the revelation of what he's already done. And so that now you know how to walk in it so you can receive what he's already provided. Let me slow down and explain let's say you go into your prayer closet. Let's say that um, you're running your own business. Let's say that God told you to start the business, uh, but honestly, you feel like you don't know what you're doing, but he told you to start it. So you started it. And so now you're growing, you're watching YouTube videos, you're reading books, you're trying to like figure this thing out, but God keeps showing you, like right now you have this many employees and God shows you running a business with this many employees. And God is showing you this many employees. God is showing you different numbers on your balance sheet. God is showing you that you're going to operate in this level because you're going to give employment to so many people and you're going to use the kingdom resources that come through the business to fund kingdom projects all over the world. Now, when you go into your prayer closet and God clearly shows you all these things, he's showing you what for him is already done. For you, it hasn't happened yet. So now what happens is through this revealed knowledge, as he shows it to you, now what happens? Grace and peace are multiplied unto you. First of all, you got to have a peace to know that there's going to be a period of time for me to get from here to there, to here, right? And so in that journey, I'm going to need peace because there's going to be opposition along the way. God never promised it would be easy. God never promised us a perpetual picnic. Another thing is that between here and there, there's, there's a lot of things I don't know like, like I'm'm I'm, I'm, I'm barely understanding how to deal with payroll taxes and state taxes and all of that at this level and for me to operate at this level there's a lot of things I'm gonna have to learn but grace is being multiplied unto me because if God wants me to do it then that means that there's there's this empowering presence on me to learn it and so so I'm gonna do my part and I'm gonna open up books and I'm gonna study and I'm gonna go to a class and I'm gonna watch the YouTube video I'm gonna do my part but gr- grace there's this supernatural grace there's this empowerment on me to do what I could never do without God. So grace is being multiplied unto me, but it's coming through the revealed knowledge. Remember, I'm not I didn't come up with this stuff. This is not like I'm telling God, hey, this is what I want. No, I didn't want this at all. God told me to do this. And so I'm only doing what he wants me to do. And and so therefore the grace has to be there because I don't even, honestly, y'all, I don't even want to do this, but I'm doing it because God wants me to do it. And so since I'm doing it because God wants me to do it, then it's part of God's plan. Then the grace of God is already on me to succeed. And so not only do I have grace, but I also have a peace that passes all understanding that even as I go through and I get my lumps and everything is not going to be easy and some days are better than others. Then when as I'm going as I'm going to sleep, I'm still going to I'm not going to stress out. I'm not going to pull my hair out. Why? Cuz I trust God and grace and peace are being multiplied unto me. So I'm going to go to sleep and I'm going to sleep good and God is going to take care of things that I can't take care of. Why? Because I'm doing what he wants me to do because I'm only pursuing the revealed knowledge. And so so listen, when you're doing at this point, I'm not trying to get God to move. God already showed me what it looks like. God already showed me what, so now what I'm doing is I'm seeking God concerning the wisdom of what do you want me to do today to get me incrementally closer to what you already showed me? For you, it's already done. For me, it's only a matter of time. So every day I got to get up and I'm like, okay, God, put this in the chat. Say every day, I get incrementally closer. So now all I'm doing, Father, is I'm getting, you already stored up Jeremiah 29 and 11, an expected end for my life. Uh, You made plans to give me a future and a hope. And so now what I'm doing is every day, I get up every morning when my feet hit the ground, boom. My calling is calling me. And so now what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk out and every day I'm getting incrementally closer to God's overall expected end for my life and the things that he already revealed to me that are future to me, but past to him, for him is already done for me is only a matter of time. And so I'm, I'm trying to listen, if you live this way, you are going to live an amazing life because it will be the life that God wants for you, that he planned for you from the foundations of the world. Now, here's another thing you can say, you know what, forget all that. I'm going to live my own life. Listen, stop. Please don't do that. You don't have to create your own life. You're not the author or the creator of your own life. You don't have to invent your own way. You don't have to pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. If you do that, you're going to live a completely human life. You're going to be living based on the arm of the flesh, and that's not good enough. But if you die to self, yield to God, give up your selfish desires, And say, God, I only want what you want. I only want to be who you call me to be from the foundations of the world. I'm a witness. You will live an amazing life. It may not be the life that you thought, but I guarantee you it will be better than you planned. Say amen to that. Put this in the chat. Say, God's plans are greater than my plans. And so you got to believe that God's plans are greater than your plans. Say amen to that. So if your life is all about you and all about your own plans and you're making your own decisions and you're charting out your own course... I've told you this before. Jesus is not relevant to you. You can be born again, but Jesus is not relevant to you. For for Jesus to be relevant, your life has to be all about him. He is either Lord of all or he is not Lord at all. See, God prepared for you. Uh, Let me close with saying this. God prepared for your arrival. God prepared for you before he sent you to this planet. So what God is doing now, look at me. God is preparing you for what he prepared for you. God is actively preparing you for what he already prepared for you. And so as you get revealed knowledge concerning what he already prepared for you from the foundations of the world, then grace and peace will be multiplied unto you. So stop thinking that you got to make all this stuff happen. Stop thinking that that is not already provided. Listen, just receive grace and peace so you can enjoy the journey. The devil will do everything that he can to get you off course, to get you to pursue something else. The the devil wants you to pursue the love of money, the deceitfulness of riches, and the lust for other things. Uh, 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 But if you make your life about the love of money, the deceitfulness of riches, riches will be deceitful, and the lust for other things, then you're going to wake up one morning and realize that you are outside of the will of God. But if you just say, you know what? I only want what God wants. God's plans are better than my plans. My feet will be bound to the path that God established for me from the foundations of the world. You know what's gonna happen? I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen. Grace and peace will be multiplied to you, man. This was a message. Like I said, you might need to listen to this again. There's levels and levels and levels and levels of revelation in what I just said. And if you listen to it five times, you're gonna hear five different things. All right, let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. Uh, oh, grace and peace being multiplied. Put this in the chat as we as we are done, and I'm about to lead you in the declaration. Just put this. Say, just put in the chat. Father, I thank you for revealed knowledge. That's something I want you to say by faith. Father, I thank you for revealed knowledge. You're going to ask God to give you revealed knowledge concerning the things that he already planned for you from the foundations of the world. And as he gives you this revealed knowledge, grace and peace will be multiplied unto you. As a matter of fact, before I lead you in the declaration of faith, I feel led to pray for you real quick. I'm going to pray for you Ephesians 1. Verses 17 and 18. Father, I lift up every person that's watching now and those who will watch later. I pray that the, I'm praying in accordance with your word, that the eyes of their understanding would be enlightened, flooded with light so that they would know what, what is the hope of your calling and the exceeding great riches that we have in heavenly places in Christ Jesus towards word who believe. I pray that you reveal to them what you already prepared for them from the foundations of the world and that this revealed knowledge leads to a multiplication of grace and peace. In Jesus' name. Amen. Say amen to that. All right, now speak this over your life. Say, Father, I thank you for teaching me about your grace and my requirement to live by faith. I am determined to walk in the fullness of the divine potential you place inside of me. Now, this will not happen because of my doing. I declare that it's already done. I open my heart to receive the revelation of all you have already planned for me in this season. I am determined to release my faith, to bring to pass what you reveal. I live every day in pursuit of the plans that you already made. And and as you reveal things to me, grace and peace are multiplied. So I have the grace to do it, and I have the peace to endure. With grace and peace, I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, please go to todaysword.org. To get my notes, click on the big red subscribe button. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. I need you to do me a favor. Two things. Leave me some comments in the chat if this was a blessing to you. Share this message right now, right now, right now. Hit share on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I love you. God loves you more. Watch this again if you need to. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to learn more about our ministry or you would like to partner with our ministry, please visit ripministries.org. You will learn there what we're doing in the Caribbean, providing a Christ-based education to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic. We also provide them a hot meal every day. If you would like to partner with us, click on the donate button. All the donations are tax deductible in the United States. If you don't have my book, Level Up Your Life, go to rickpina.co and get the book today. From rickpina.co, you'll also see that I have journals and I also have some other products and apparel and et cetera all centered around the grace life. And then lastly, if you enjoy this content, but you want direct access to Isabella and I, the Lord impressed it upon my heart for Isabella and I to start mentoring people, giving people access to us to be able to ask us questions. We're answering questions about ministry, about missions, nonprofit, for-profit. I'm addressing things uh, as far as how I preach, our approach to preaching. We're putting out private content just for a specific group in the Patreon. So please visit patreon.com forward slash Rick if you're interested in this material have an amazing day.